this is a story I've never I've never told anybody ever. All right. Don't have the heart to tell your wife that you'd love to suck a big fat cock? Just come on down and smoke a cigar. But I read on one of them spiritual blogs that uh, the last week of August is the best week to be coming. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey, what's going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Don't limit yourself by your own expectations. Exceed them. Open yourself up to the world of endless possibility, my friend. Hey, and if you're not doing great, that's okay. We got a whole new month ahead of us, but get your shit together, all right? Get it in gear. Lock it in. There's no better time than now. Winter's coming. Years winding down, might as well have all your shit together before we uh, reach 2023. You know what I mean? Get it together, you you dimwit, all right? You fucking ninny, you goddamn knucklehead. And if you aren't those things, fucking good for you. Fucking good for you. Hey, some show's coming up. You could come see Joe, tell some jokes if you'd like. I'll be in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Next Monday, the 12th, at Liquid Smoke. It's a great show put on by a fella named Nick Bush and Matt Taylor. A couple great local comics here in the greater Nashville area. So come on through. Get some jokes and smoke a cigar if that's what you like. If you uh, wish you had a dick in your mouth but you're married and you don't have the heart to tell your wife that you'd love to suck a big fat cock, just come on down and smoke a cigar. You know? Because that's what they're for. I don't know if you guys know that, but anybody who's smoking a cigar, it's because they're closeted homosexual and, uh, you know, they don't know how to deal with it. They can't tell people. Maybe they go to church or something like that. You know, they can't let the good people of the church know that they love sucking dick. They can't let their wives know. You know what I mean? The wife will be like, you love, you're gay. I thought you were straight. That's why we're married. And, you know, you guys are thinking, Joe, what about ladies who smoke cigars? Listen, they love sucking dicks, too. Okay? The point is, if you're smoking a cigar, you secretly wish it was a big, fat cock. And the fact that it's not really hurts your feelings. (laughs) September 28th, I'll be in Houston, Texas with my buddy Aaron Weber. The 29th will be in Bryan, Texas, and then we are in the... Dallas Fort Worth area September 30th and the first come on through there going to be at Hyenas Comedy Club we're going to be at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport Connecticut that will be October 6th through the 8th Zanies in Chicago the 13th through the 15th of October also going to be in Vegas the 21st through the 22nd some shows in November as well in Ohio and uh, in Minnesota so go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming dates keep up with me hitting the road, trying to work on uh, getting some of my own shit together as well, because those shows are with uh, with my good buddy Aaron Weber, who is getting famous, which is weird. It's weird to watch someone that you know, that you've known for a while, start to get kind of famous. It's good. I'm happy for him. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm he's throwing some bones my way, so I can't be mad, but it is nice to see the work somebody's put in to... Uh, this craft, this journey that is comedy, and it's starting to work out for him. And in return, he's taking care of his old pal Joe. 
How are you, my friend? What'd you get into with your past week? You know, did you do some fun stuff? Did you get into anything? Did you accomplish any goals that you had? Did you fuck uh, somebody, something, anything, something, you know? Did you come? I hope you came a lot last week. Last week was a good come week. (laughs) Something about where the moon was in the ocean and the positioning of the sun. But I read on one of them spiritual blogs that uh, the last week of August is the best week to be coming. So that's pretty much all I did last week. I don't feel any better or more spiritually connected to the universe, but, you know, maybe it was not the best blog post to be taking advice from. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, <clears throat> what happened last week? Did you see that? Uh, did you see that Joe Biden is now Hitler? Did you see that? Did you see the picture of him with the red red behind him? And everyone's like, wow. I mean, it's not a good look. Of course, there is editing going on with the photos or whatever. Very creepy looking picture, though. I will say that. But I like how uh, I like how it was like Joe Biden's Hitler now. Because just a few short years ago, I believe Donald Trump was Hitler. And then if you remember even before that, remember when everybody was calling Obama Hitler? I think we're maybe using that word a little bit too lightly, if you know what I mean. If just not liking somebody makes them Hitler, I think we need to reassess and reevaluate our whatever the fuck it is we're doing. What about that other guy who escaped Germany in the 1930s and moved to Argentina? Isn't he Hitler too? Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when there was that guy who was doing terrible things in Germany and everyone said he killed himself, but he didn't. He just snuck away to Argentina to live a peaceful life forever. Isn't he Hitler? I don't know. But I find it hilarious. And we're like, oh, every president... (laughs) Every president... Since, I guess in my quasi-adult life, since I've been a teenager, since George W. Bush, when did he get elected? 98? Was that Clinton's last year? Whatever it was. Ever since he's been in office, everybody, I've always heard somebody referred to as the current sitting president as Hitler. And I don't think, I think we're getting a little, I think it doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's just how people are now. People use these grandiose fucking insults and it just takes all the steam out of it. You know what I mean? If you've called everybody Hitler up until Joe Biden, when you start calling him Joe Biden Hitler, it's not going to have the same effect. Even if he starts killing Jews, people are going to be like, ah, you called fucking Trump Hitler and Obama Hitler and everybody's been Hitler. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. Also, how everything is racist now, too. People throw that around pretty lightly, where everything is racist. And it just takes all the meaning out of it. Think Two things that should be absolutely the worst insult, probably a couple of the worst things you could be, is a fucking bigoted racist and a Hitler, you know? <laughs> and we throw it around so light. Like... Bro, if Joe Biden was Hitler or if Hitler was like Joe Biden, I don't think we would have had that second world war at all. You know what I mean? I think if any of these people that are like, oh, the public's like, that's Hitler. It's like, I don't think, I don't think maybe you should read a little bit more and see what a bad guy that was. But maybe we're getting there. Maybe the point is that we are getting towards a, um, 
a dictatorship of some kind here in America, if we aren't already there, if we aren't just under the illusion of uh, democracy at this point, and it really is just a, a dictator run by the banking system and money and all that shit. I don't know, people. But I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to be fine because we're all going to die anyway until the metaverse comes around and then we can just live on forever. You know, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) Just to never have to worry about anything. But, you know, uh, Joe Biden's Hitler. That was in the news last week. What else was in the news last week? I don't know. I don't know, people. I just saw that picture pop up and everyone going, oh, this is terrible. And it's like, yeah. Ah, it's all for show, people. They're just fucking with you. They're just trying to scare you and get you riled up anyway. That's all they're trying to do. We all know that man's word doesn't mean a goddamn thing, and he's not calling the shots, so why the fuck are we going to worry about a goddamn picture of him? You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? What has Joe been up to? You might be asking yourself at this point in time during the podcast. Fucking nothing. Fucking chilling. Reassessing life going into the final quarter of this 2022 and I'll tell you fine folks I'll tell you fine folks a lot of decisions I'm about to make I feel like I have made them and I'm gonna stick with them and uh it's gonna be a different I'm gonna be operating in a different fucking realm of reality for at least the next uh, two years I guess is what I have to do I gotta lock it in people here's the thing I'm done drinking for a long time Not that I've been drinking a lot lately, but I'm just done. Unless there is a reason to drink. If I'm going on the road with Aaron, if there's one night Aaron's like, hey, let's have a couple beers, I'll have a couple beers with Aaron. But other than that, I'm not drinking around town in Nashville anymore. I'm not drinking where I live. There's no point in it. You know what I mean? I just want to see what I'd be like without it. That's all. I'm not sitting here binge drinking, fucking crying myself asleep at night. You know what I mean? I just would like to see where I would be without it. How my life will be where I'll be in two years without fucking dealing with booze. Because it's not, you know, the booze isn't the problem. It's always the next fucking day where I just feel unmotivated and cloudy, you know, and then just want to fucking talk to stupid people. That's the other thing, too. I'm off the apps, people. I'm off these fucking dating apps. I'm done with it. Because I keep looking for somebody different, but they're all the fucking same on that shit. And I've been doing that long enough to where it's like, okay, let's get rid of that. Get rid of the distraction. Get rid of having to constantly have the same conversation with new people, even though they're the same person. You're just meeting fucking lonely lunatics out here. You know what I mean? Bunch of fucking broken 20-year-olds with daddy issues and a bunch of divorced 30-year-olds that think they deserve the fucking world. And I'm just not dealing with it anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm bored with people. So I'm not going to be doing that. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Going forward, starting today, starting yesterday, is I'm not drinking and I'm not going to be trying to fuck (laughs) for a minute. Anyway, It'll happen out in the real world, but I'm done with these apps. I'm done with fucking drinking. And that's the other thing without drinking and wasting your time on a bunch of dumb bitches is uh, having extra money to maybe invest in myself in some way, in my comedy thing. I really would like to start taking some jujitsu classes. So 
trying to get all that together. So that's just where I'm at right now, trying to make a cosmic shift. You know what I mean? And again, if the opportunity arises and someone's like, hey, Joe, would you like to have a drink? It would depend on the situation. It will depend on who's asking, but yes. But as far as going to shows, oh, I'll have a drink before a show. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Going to have one after the show? Probably not. Probably not, but maybe. We'll see who's asking. We'll see what's going on. But uh, really just trying to clear out the closet for the next couple of years and just really just see where, just see where I'll be. See where I'll be if I have less distractions. You know what I mean? Because I like drinking and I like fucking. <laughs> but I'd also like to not be completely poor forever. Aaron's taking me on the road with him. And uh, I just want to be sharp for that. You know what I mean? I want to be on, I want to be the best version of myself over the next couple of years. And I think not drinking and I think, uh, not trying to fucking holler at some uninteresting, you know, broken women would probably be a good change for me. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Have you ever tried to change everything about yourself just to see who you are? And maybe, you know, maybe a year goes by and I'm like, I'm bored as hell. You know, I want to be drunk and fucking, in which case I'll just go back to doing that. But deleted the apps, deleted the accounts, not even uninstalled them, deleting them, getting rid of them, just so there isn't that sense of, uh, there isn't the opportunity for me to just re-download this shit and go back to swiping, just swiping for no fucking reason, wasting my time talking to, talking to dumb bitches who don't even want to be talked to, who are just bored and just want attention. You know what I mean? So, deleting it, done with it. Not boozing, taking it all pretty easy. Taking it pretty easy, but also stepping it up real hard. You know what I mean? Make a shift in your life from time to time, people, just to see who the fuck you are. You know, we get caught up in our own ideas of what we think we are, that we lose sight of the of any other potential that we might have. You know what I mean? That's why I think leaving home is good and not being around friends all the time is is a good thing, you know, because you'll just be validated. Whatever it is that they think you are is what you'll continue to think you'll be. You know what I mean? Instead of going out on your own and going, I'm going to get rid of everything and figure out who I am without this shit. And you might learn and you might grow and you might realize that uh, you never were that person that everybody thought you were. Or you might realize that you're exactly what they thought you were. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But uh, just taking a break from it, you know, trying to figure out something a little bit different, trying to change my life, you know, trying to take jujitsu, trying to buy some land, trying to get settled in, trying to build my own little world, people. And I think taking a break from boozing and hollering at dumb bitches. <laughs> we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely get me in that right direction. You know what I mean? And the other thing is like getting away from the people that you love and, and the people that you know, you know what I mean? And think that they know you. Uh, is, you learn about yourself, you know what I mean? Uh, 
I don't know, I was looking for a transition to this, but this is just something I've been thinking about a lot lately, the underestimation that I will have of myself. And I don't know if this is something that you guys do, uh, but I definitely, I'm one to sell myself short quite a bit and maybe not uh, not celebrate my victories as much as maybe I should. I don't know. When it comes to winning something, I just assume that I should be winning. So the celebration aspect of it is not something that I... I participate in you know what I mean it's like when you have a good set or whatever it is people are like wow that was a great set so like, yeah it should be it should be a good set I should be doing well up there you know I'm trying to get over that a little bit and trying to enjoy the moments a little bit better being able to celebrate myself but underestimating yourself and not being aware of all that you are is a damning fucking thing it has been with me and uh the reason I'm saying this is because I met up with Aaron, my good buddy Aaron Weber, right? Big famous clean comedian. We were having lunch last week, and he was out in Tulsa. I was supposed to go with him, but uh, shit happened. The club booked somebody, so he couldn't bring somebody with him. But anyway, it was a guy I knew from Seattle. He did a, another show a couple weeks ago, Aaron did, with a, with a different guy from Nashville. But Aaron wants his opener to be clean, right? And uh, so we were talking, and he's like, it is surprising to me. And this is Aaron talking. He's like, but you're the only one who can do what I ask of them, you know? And just because it's so strange because of what I do with comedy. You guys know I come on here and talk about cum and fucking and eating butts and all that shit and fucking guys in the ass and sucking dicks and all that shit. And that's what I do with comedy, too. But I've worked clean with Aaron, you know. And uh, nobody else has been, I guess. Or it's been, like, problems and people swearing and talking about sex and this and that shit. But uh, I've been sp spending my whole time, like, working with Aaron. Like, I feel like I've been on eggshells because I've been so concerned. Because, again, I know who I am. I'm a filthy-ass fucking comic. But I was just... Uh, underestimating the fact that I was able to do clean comedy, you know? I knew I could, but I've always been, I've always thought, I assumed, I assumed that the other people that were working with Aaron were doing far better than I was, just because I'm a dirty comic, and no one expects anything different of me, you know? People worry about me when they see me get on stage because it's like, oh, Joe's going to be wild or whatever. But I know what the fuck I'm doing, clearly. Especially the dude Aaron was with in Tulsa. That was a guy I knew out in Seattle who used to call me Blue. He was the manager of the club. He used to call me Blue, Dirty, all this, that, and the other, you know, and wouldn't put me on too many shows for whatever fucking reason. And then Aaron comes back. He's like, he was just swearing every other fucking word, you know? So it's like, it's just funny. It's funny to see, man. And I just, I guess I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't realize what I was doing was okay. And I've talked about this before, you know. In 2020, I just, uh, I wanted to do 100 push-ups. Not all at once, but just like, just to be able to do 100 push-ups. Like 10 sets of 10, you know, 5 sets of 20, whatever it was. And I was like, man... I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't, that would be, sounds like such an impossible task. I don't know if I'd ever be able to do that. Don't know if I'd ever be able to do that. And then I got this little app that gives you like a push-up 
uh, workout, like different variations of push-ups. And I had been doing that for a couple of months. And I was like, well, let me see how many push-ups I am doing currently. And I looked at the app and just tallied everything up from the workout. And it's like, you're already doing more than 100 push-ups. You know what I mean? You're underestimating yourself for some reason. And I don't know why I do that. I just need the, I need to look at the fucking numbers and I need to have it so I can see it. Or, you know, just have somebody tell you, hey, you're doing a good job. Doing all this good shit and I'm not realizing it for some reason. Because I don't think it's good enough because it's coming from me. So I have to stop doing that to myself and realize what the fuck it is that I'm doing. You know, I know I was having good sets in front of Aaron doing my good clean set or whatever it is. But I, you know, I just assumed that everybody else was just fucking killing it in front of him, doing way better, not talking about drugs or whatever it is. But he's like, for some reason, you're the only one. You're the only one who can do what I ask of him. And that made me feel real good. And also having the realization that I was already doing more than 100 push-ups. You know? That's also the new thing, people. That's also the new thing. When the alarm goes off, when you get out of bed, what's the first thing you do? Probably pee, take a shit, get a drink of water, brush your teeth, something like that. Not anymore, dude. Not anymore. That alarm goes off. I hit shut the fuck up on the alarm, 10 push-ups every morning. Just 10. Just real quick. Get it 10. Get you awake a little bit. That's the new morning thing. Also taking breaks throughout the day, busting out 20 push-ups at a time just to do it. Just to do it. Just because you ain't doing anything else. You know what I mean? I'll probably do fucking push-ups after I get done wrapping this podcast up, you know? Anyway, realize who you are. <laughs> realize what you're doing. <laughs> this video podcast is going to be... I usually clean up the audio a little bit, but this video is going to be a little bit... Uh, you're going to get some coughs in this video. The real deal. In case you want to see what doesn't get cut out of the podcast, go watch it on YouTube because the video is pretty raw. But anyway, just make sure you realize... Realize your greatness. Realize what it is you're doing. And uh, move forward from there. You know what I mean? Don't be underestimating yourself all the time. I got a story I want to share. Eh, but it's yeah, we'll do it. Why not? I've been wanting to talk about this for a couple few weeks for some reason. But uh, I figure you guys would be the appropriate people to share this type of thing with. You know? This is a story I've never I've never told anybody ever. All right? So, and it's not funny and uh it's fucked up, but I've just been thinking about it a lot for like the past 2 weeks for some reason. And it's not something I've spent a lot of time thinking about in the past, but uh but anyway, podcast folks, uh I don't know, man. It was a weird when I was like six, I was like five or six. My sister was like seven or eight. Someone tried to abduct my sister in front of me, you know, on our street too. We lived on a dead end street growing up and uh, we were riding our bicycles. And when we were always taught that if a car is coming, you just pull off to the side of the road and stop riding your bike because you don't want something to happen where they're swerving or, you know, you're trying to ride along next to the car and you fucking take a spill and end up under the car. So that's just what we were taught. So that's what we did. But the guy's coming on a motorcycle 
are also our neighbor is with us too you know uh he's no longer with us at all but that was one of my first friends growing up but he killed himself uh probably like 10 years ago something like that but we we became not friends at that point so that's not as fucked up or whatever but you know uh but anyway the motorcycle's coming down the street so we're like okay we'll get our bikes over to the side of the road and this guy stops next to us and he's like hey would you like to uh maybe go for a ride and starts patting on his motorcycle seat talking to my sister you know she's on the inside she's the closest to him i'm on the outside next to the ditch and then our buddy jeremy he's behind us and we're just like no like no absolutely not our parents taught us pretty well in that sense you know what i mean fucking do better out there parents and kids and everybody quit fucking quit trusting people so easily but we're like no no we're good and then uh and then we start to ride away and then some car pulls up and he just starts yelling at the dude on the motorcycle he's like you stupid son of a bitch grab her or why didn't you grab her something like that so we just uh we just took off screaming and hollering we were maybe four houses down from our house you know what i mean so we just start pumping those bikes as fast as we can fucking screaming our heads off busting our driveway it was a weekend too i remember that because my mom was home she's like what the fuck is going on why are you guys freaking out and then uh (laughs) she sent us into the basement like it was a tornado <laughs> She's like, get in the basement, get in the basement. It's the middle of the summer or whatever it was, you know. <laughs> it's like it's not a tornado, it's just a dude trying to steal my fucking sister, you know. But uh so he didn't he didn't get her, obviously, and the cops came and, and they were asking us and it was weird. I was the only one who remembered the car being a different color than what it was. I thought it was a blue car. I think everybody else said brown or whatever it was. But obviously nothing came of it, you know. My sister's still here to this day. She's fine. Uh, but that's one of those things where it's like you get to go find a couple of guys and been like, hey, what are you doing? But I think the reason I've been thinking about it has been is because I've been watching like a lot of like true crime stuff. There's a great YouTube channel on uh, JCS. It's all like criminal psychology based shit. And, uh, it's, I just, I just think about the fact that if, if we wouldn't have been thinking, if my sister would have been like, yeah, I'll go for a ride with you. Or if that guy wasn't a stupid son of a bitch and did grab her, like nothing would have happened. You know what I mean? Like odds are good that. I would have I would have never seen my sister again. You know? And just because nobody cares. Not like the family. Our family would be absolutely devastated. You know what I mean? But the people whose job it is to care about missing kids, like they don't. People don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? And that's where it gets weird. It's like, oh, people would have pretended they would have spent a couple days looking maybe and then all of a sudden the pictures go up and, you know, maybe they find her, maybe they don't. But odds are good that 
nobody would have nobody would have gave a shit after a certain point you know what i mean they got other stuff to do more tickets to write you know what i mean got to sit under an overpass with a little gun getting people's speed instead of out trying to find some missing kids you know there's also i've read like 10,000 something like that kids went missing in in fucking missouri through the foster care whatever it is so it's just something that all this shit and also i was like oh oh my god that could have happened to my sister and i'm very happy it didn't but uh you know so that's when it's like the Epstein Island and all that shit and everyone wants to make a meme and go, oh, Epstein didn't kill himself. It's like, those are kids out there that are fucking, that you don't care about. You know what I mean? That everyone wants to say they care about, but they don't. And it's like, that would have been my sister. That would have been her, you know? So I just don't think it's meme worthy and I just don't think it ain't, it ain't that fucking funny to me. But anyway, she didn't, everything's fine, everything's good, but uh, it's just been, it's been fucking with me. It's, I don't know if everybody goes through that experience, but, uh, you know, it's not fun. I don't wish it upon anybody, but it's certainly something I haven't told people ever, ever, so you're the first ones to, uh, to get it my friends i hope it was fun i don't know i don't know exactly what i tried to figure out from it but man i'm very uh very happy that my sister's still around i'll say that let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way shall we this one coming from the great website called world star it's more of a documentary style video than anything else but it's some lady and uh she's giving you a uh, step by step, she's giving you a lesson in how to redirect sharks if there's one swimming towards you, right? And uh, she's like, what you do? And it worked. I'm not going to act like it didn't work. She's swimming, and a shark comes up behind her, and she just puts, turns around, puts her hand on its face, and she's like, how you, how you doing? And she just put your hand on its nose, and you redirect the shark. You just redirect that shark. And it's like, well, yeah. If you're doing it like that, yeah. If you're just swimming just out in the ocean, just real calm and friendly, and the shark just comes to check you out, and you're like, oh, I'll just push you away. Of course that's what's going to happen. What about if you're on a fucking surfboard, and they think you're a goddamn seal, and they're not coming at you all fucking willy-nilly, you know, at a slow pace, you know? Of course. I want to know what you're supposed to do when the shark is hungry, all right? Not when it's just casually swimming and you're like, oh, this shark is getting too close to me. La-di-da-da-da. And let me just push it away. What about that motherfucker's hungry? And you're not going to push it away. You know what I mean? Listen, if I'm hungry and I'm trying to eat a cheeseburger and you put your hand on my forehead and just push me away, I'm still going to go back for the cheeseburger. You know what I mean? Probably more aggressively now that you pushed me away from it. So... I would just like a little bit more accurate of a video on how to deal with a shark attack. They go, you know what? You just push it away. You just push that little motherfucker away. He can't do nothing. He can't do nothing. You just push him away. Fuck that. <laughs> Give me an underwater uh, shotgun. That seems like the thing to do. Have they got those yet? 
that's going to be my next invention. I'm going to invest. We'll talk to Elon Musk. You know, it'd be great, Elon, a shark repellent underwater shotgun slash flamethrower. And he'll be like, you know what? My autistic brain thinks that's great. And I'll be like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. We'll put some, everybody who orders one gets a pack of marbles too. How about that, buddy? Oh, hot damn. Elon would love it. Elon would love it. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing wonderful things with your life. You know, get it together, people. That's all you can do. JoeKellyComedy.com. Check that out for all the upcoming dates. Also, check out the latest, uh, what is it called? Your most important news of the week. That video is coming up. I'm trying to figure out a regular day to put those out. Maybe that'll be a Sunday thing. I think that way I can recap the previous week. I think that's going to be the move. But uh, most important news of the week, September 1st is out. Go check it out on YouTube. And thanks for checking the podcast, everybody. As always, I appreciate it. Hope we had some fun. Listen, do me a favor. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real fucking soon. All right? Later. <laughs>